0: Hello, this is Lisa Hazard and Misty lore with We're All Psychic. Misty, do you still think we're all psychic?
1: I do. Uh, Lisa, she hasn't. do you think we're still all psychic?
0: I'm like you. I haven't changed my mind. I think we're probably, probably, we're all psychic, yeah. So yeah, today yeah. we were talking about talking about dreams. So now we're actually doing the talking about dreams. And, um... So I looked up some stuff about what people already think about dreams. I mean, we know, you know, but I want to see what the internet had to say. And the internet mm-hmm. says that uh, some possible reasons that we actually dream. Now, they all, pretty much everybody agrees we have to dream or else we'll die. But we don't know why. If you, like, if you read about people staying awake or being, having their dreams suppressed. And people dream for two hours a night, just about on and off uh, altogether, two hours. And they dream in the REM state for the most part. And the other stages, they're in like other stages of sleep. And there's four stages of sleep, but I'll just stop there. The main thing you need to know is you do dream, don't you? (laughs) Yes. What is it? Everybody's dreaming. What do you think it is, Misty? What do you think dreaming is?
1: I I think that um, our minds need some type of um, getaway from like reality
0: (laughs) that's nice escape yeah
1: yeah i think that sometimes like when we're body is resting our minds have to rest as well and i think that you know sometimes you know when our mind's resting and we're in that sweet spot um i I think that our mind can just take us wherever it wants to
0: you know just kind of like a little
1: you know yeah yeah yeah
0: well, I was looking at the internet and they said that some people, like Freud, would say that people were living out their repressed desires in their dreams. And then yeah. some people said that we are processing our emotions when we're sleeping in dreams. It's like a processor. There are a lot of people talk about our dreaming, like when I was reading the stuff, as though we're computers. <laughs> and we right. have to, another one, like we have to compile all the data from the day. And another person said, we have no reason for it, but uh, really, they just like, we have no reason, but uh, it's got to be important somehow, and, you know, we can yeah. talk about them. They, they, they acknowledge, like, even the most hardcore skeptics are not going to say dreams don't exist, you know, they're a pretty magical thing that just happens. So, um, and uh, the other, yeah, yeah, the other, the other, let's see, I think that's pretty much the main, main stuff I've read, you know, and some people are like me, like maybe there's something more to it, you know, maybe there's just like a spiritual aspect or a magic mm-hmm. or psychic aspect to it.
1: Yes. And, I think there's different kinds too, don't you?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. A lot of people, like we can go into like astral travel and people can divinate, you can divinate by reading your dreams, you know, you can uh, have lucid dreams, we'll talk about all those things, you know, but, um, for now, um, I guess like lucid dream, I guess I'll go ahead and like summarize what all those things are. So we have a dream and that means we're in it. We're like kind of going through it. We feel like we're living in that moment for general dreams just your everyday, general, you know, every night general dream, maybe yeah. you're running around doing this and that and you you're just doing it and you're experiencing it. But in a lucid dream, you would have total control and you would know you were in a dream and be able to like fly and like turn your hand into a gun and boom boom or you know like jump over a rainbow or ride a unicorn suddenly make a unicorn appear you know you can do whatever you want in a lucid dream and um some people have like uh night terrors you know, stress dreams, night terrors and they wake up and they wake up and they don't remember them and they're screaming you know, uh, but they do remember maybe a snippet here and there. They're, I I do have a lot of experience with those. So I'd, I'd like to talk about that some more. Um, and then we have just like, you know, the everyday dreams that just don't, they're just like crazy, silly things happen.
1: And they don't make um, sense. <laughs> we're still, yeah, they don't make sense. And, and no. we
0: wake up a lot of times in moods, you know, like in a certain mood from the dream. Itself. Yes.
1: And I yes. know
0: going through the first stages of menopause, like in my early thirties, like I was having the night sweats and the cold sweats and some dreams were really crazy around that time, you know, yeah, your like bodies are reacting and stuff. So what I kind of believe is that it's, our dreams are a communication tech process uh, between I don't know what and our conscious self. You know, like, could it be our own subconscious or unconscious self, or could it be the Sebastian was talking about a collective whole or is it a divinity you're connected to I don't know but I feel like it's a communication somehow and um, I felt like that because of how I learned to interpret dreams and interpreting dreams had to do with well what I keep having I kept having recurring dreams all my life and I was really sick of them because they were scary and annoying
1: so yes I did too I did too yeah
0: (laughs) So, uh, yeah i like i have always was fascinated by dreams who isn't i mean they're they're just really right cool. and um so then, like probably in my late teens and onward, I started reading dream dictionaries and stuff like that so um have you ever had any dreams in- interpreted misty
1: no and and that's why I'm really excited about this um podcast because I am excited to learn how to do this like i i, I don't know much about it at all I know that you know like I've said before I have you know I've had reoccurring dreams you know I've had evil things try to get me in dreams you know uh, most of my life um and and then I had dreams like you were talking about where they weren't really like dreams but that you know loved ones would come to me in my dreams but you know I know that you tried to describe kind of what it is when you interpret your dreams um like finding Um, a significant thing in your dream and remembering it and seeing if it comes up again. And that's just about all I know about it. So I'm really excited to, to learn and find out exactly how to do this. I got okay. my pen and paper and I'm ready. <laughs>
0: We're recording it,
1: Misty. <laughs> yes, I know. But if I write it down, I'll memorize it better. He doesn't
0: listen to our
1: own podcast. <laughs> no, I have to write everything down. I understand. It's how I kind of got to get
0: that process too, because like I'll write something down and I won't forget it. As easily, and it, See, you know, I don't even have I to have read. the paper, but I'll remember it better because I wrote it yeah. down. Yeah,
1: I mean <laughs> we are old school, Lisa. Yeah, pen and paper, t- and okay, cursive too, right? Down with pen and paper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you probably have graph paper. <laughs>
1: yeah, I do. With tape. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like a. I got wide rule. It
0: calculator. <laughs> okay, so now we're dreaming up some stuff. <laughs> we are dreaming. <laughs> yes. I I mean I, I one of my sons couldn't read cursive on a piece of paper in a movie the other day. Isn't, I was that, like, isn't that oh, I know.
1: You know.
0: Yeah, there's gonna be college classes on handwriting and stuff, you know. Like
1: I can't like I cursive. made sure my my kids, especially my 14-year-old, I was I made sure that she knew how to read yeah. cursive. You know, and I know they talk about that, you know, like they're not teaching it in school anymore. I'm like, well, that's great. But how are they going to read like old documents? You know, what if the computers are around and they have to read (laughs) old documents that are in cursive? I know, right? I mean, come on. (laughs)
0: <laughs> anyway
1: rant over oh okay. yeah
0: yeah that was needed it's kind of like that in dreams too when you're running around in a dream you can get totally sidetracked and be on a different planet altogether for a good yes
1: you are totally 20 right.
0: hours and then go back yes. to your other dream for another five years you know
1: yes. <laughs> you, can, are so right. you are so right you're yeah. so
0: right <laughs> it kind of re- reflects a lot of times our dreams reflect how we think about things is what i find in dream interpretation just looking at dreams and when I say it's like a communication, I kind of feel like it's—I mean—a language, a kind of a language and communication with uh, that, like animals have that they—they they don't have words. They don't, like, supposedly, they don't have like the same part of the brain that can hear a word and, and make language out of it or process it. Yeah, yeah they, there's like parts of the brain, like I think the Broca's areas for the—I think the ear, ears—and then there's another kind, of part of the brain for reading language. Um, but he, but you know animals supposedly they think they don't have those but i mean my cats seem to know what i'm saying they just they, it's like their lungs are this big you know their lungs are the size of <laughs> like a thumb you know how mm-hmm. can they get a big word out of it it's like it's it's tough they don't have lips maybe they can you know i don't know but uh it's like a you know it's like dreaming it's like something or some some part of me that doesn't know language commute and, and understands like I think a psychic side a psychic sense or you know an energetic sense that is picking up information from everything all the frequencies uh, that there are, there could be maybe that I go through an experience and when I'm dreaming it's telling me about it kind of and explaining things to me in these images and that's how I go about interpreting a dream And usually it's a message I need, like, if I can interpret, especially a recurring dream, reoccurring dream, I will analyze it and analyze it until I get the message. And if once I get the message, the dream will stop reoccurring. Really? So, yeah, it's like I have to figure it out. I used to have dreams of reoccurring dreams constantly of airplanes crashing and elevators going crazy. Uh, Like, until I was in my mid-20s to late. 20s or 30s yeah and i couldn't figure out what they're they're crazy i mean i got so used to these dreams and as a kid i was terrified of airplanes and elevators of course but um like <laughs> these dreams were, I, I used to just be in falling elevators and, and airplanes that would go you know like up and down up and down spiral and then come back up I and mean, by the time i was older i was so used to it in dreams even though i wasn't lucid dreaming i didn't know i was dreaming if I was dreaming and I saw an elevator or I had to get on an airplane, I would just get upset in the dream. I was like, it's going to go crash. It's going to this is all going to happen. And eventually I got to the point to where when I came up to the elevator or got on the airplane, I was just like, oh, this again. Ugh, I guess we just got to do it. You know, and uh, when I finally got the messages, the message was for the elevator it was to watch my mood swings and get help for that and the message with the airplanes crashing was to watch my imagination, you know, (laughs) like my psychotic side or the imagination, you know, to watch and make sure I don't self-sabotage myself and, you know, crash my own plane, you know, (laughs) because I guess kind of a metaphor. is like I'm a passenger on my own plane, you know, in the dream, and uh, I may not be flying the plane, but I have a choice to react how I want to to the way the plane behaves because even in the worst airplane crash streams where I, I survived like I usually if they crashed I would just wake up but a lot like a few times I they'd crash and I'd wake up and everybody'd be dead and I'd climb out of the plane and be like I need help you know people are going. Well, yeah. always on fire you know That's scary. <laughs> yeah and it's just like broken a couple places even though we're you know 30,000 feet up in the air when we start spiraling <laughs> downward but um, uh, but once I realized that's those were the messages those dreams were giving me, they just stopped altogether and I'd had them all my life. Um I haven't So had how one did of those you go in about
1: years. interpreting that? Well, like how's uh, the process of that?
0: For me, it was uh for me it is like this if someone asks me to interpret a dream or if I'm interpreting my own, I consider a lot of what the details are. If you were to tell me a dream, for example, we could do that if you want, like we could use an example. So if you were to tell me about a dream, I would ask you for a lot of details, very specifics. Like, what do you remember about this hat? Was it a blue hat? Was, it, was the umbrella like made of plastic? Was the umbrella made of cloth? Like stuff like that means something. And what it means to you means something. Like having a plastic umbrella over a cloth umbrella might actually have meaning to you in some way. Like say your mother always used this kind or something and, or something like that and then it's a reference to I mean, it gets like the things you don't remember you probably don't need to remember, but the things you do remember from a dream are the things that. Something or you really need to work out and figure I don't need to but you're somebody wants you to you want you to figure out what these messages are for and what they're trying to communicate to you. So a lot of times people have a lot of dreams and stressful times of their lives, you know. Uh, so there could be a lot of information coming in um about their emotions, like for example, so if somebody passed away that they're really close to, they might have a lot of nightmares or dreams or even good dreams, visitation type dreams um, but just stepping away from divination, there's also like people who can predict things in their dreams, and I think I don't know what that's about mm-hmm. and they can yeah, I've done that, that before, yeah, you've had yeah. that you've predicted i've mm-hmm. had i've had dreams come true but there's nothing like really i mean they're really silly like nothing's really going on yes. in them. you know like yeah like yeah it's just like that rock was sitting right there outside and i was standing right here that happened to my dream last night you know i have
1: like dreams like that will predict uh something and it would be something stupid like that too but it would really happen and it would make me stop and be like whoa yeah. like i remember um I remember I moved away when I was a kid and my best friend lived in another state. And I had a dream that she had cut her hair off. Mm -hmm. And then she called me the next day and said, Hey, guess what? I cut my hair off. And I was like, I know I had that dream. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like Life changing, but like, I would know things before, you know, they would tell me, Yeah, you know, and it had no, really no meaning, but. I don't know right. it was just weird. <laughs> it it is and, and I I could I, I don't
0: know people just kind of it happens to everybody I think. I, I, I and yeah. some people some people more than others. Some people will have like some dreams about big prophetic earth global wide scenarios, you know. Um mm-hmm. like earthquakes and stuff. Some psychics are known for that, you know. They like will have a dream yes, about an are. earthquake and go report it or a tornado or a hurricane or something, you know. Um yeah. And um but do you want to try that if if you want me to try to interpret it? Can you think of any dreams like any from your childhood that were recurring or anything? Well, you wanted?
1: know what? Like, um, for those of you that don't know, I just had a. Um, a uh, hip- hypnotic uh, therapy done. Yeah, uh, yeah, past life that's yeah, right. yeah, past life regression. Yeah, past life one. And um, if you would like to interpret it, some of that. OK, that's actually what I'm working on right now. But yeah. I'll give you what I got.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were talking, uh, Misty uh, l- listeners, Misty and I were talking about uh her past life regression a couple of days yesterday, a couple of days ago, yesterday, I think. And she just had you just had this what two days ago? This you just yeah, two
1: days ago? I said last week. It was a couple
0: of days ago, yeah. Yeah, okay. And um, well, today's
1: Sunday. So I'm kind of reminding week,
0: yeah. myself of what's going on in my life while I talk this out. <laughs> I, <laughs> so know, I know. Just I know,
1: right? That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, so, I was thinking geez. the same thing.
0: She had asked me if, like, well, what 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 the you know, she told me about it and I said it sounds like a dream state. And you know that's like I would you know suggest that you look at the imagery you got from this past life regression and interpret it like a dream. And I got this information from a spirit to help her with looking at the information she got in her regression. So do you want to tell the audience about the past life regression?
1: Okay, um, Well, yeah, I'll make it as short as I can. Um, um, it was kind of like, I don't know if any of you out there have ever been, um, hypnotized before, but, um, in this session, you are not actually, um, asleep. Like a lot of us think when you're hypnotized, you're, um, awake through the whole thing. Um, and you're kind of doing like a deep meditation kind of state. And that's where you start to, um, analyze the lives that you had um in your past but um anyway in one life I was um and I found Lisa in this lifetime Mm -hmm. we were um I guess somewhere in the Middle East um we had pyramids around us and um that was kind of cool and then the second life um I was a Indian chief that was interesting Um, And then another life I had, I um, was a girl, a 16-year-old girl that um, got sent off and married somebody I didn't want to be married to and had a miserable life. (laughs) But I was in this big castle and you would think I would have it all, but I didn't. I hated it. And then um, I had another life where uh, I was in the 1950s and that was a hard life too. So that about sums up the lives that I had. Now, I guess if we were going to interpret, interpret any of these um, maybe I could pick out something of each of these lifetimes and um, see if it uh, dragged on to the next. Sure. Maybe something simple. Sure. You know, that that's sounds good. How and start out.
0: And I'd also like to add not only can you do these dream interpretation techniques with stuff like hypnosis and regressions, you can also use dream, interpre- dream interpretation yes, techniques uh, for uh, meditations. If you do meditations and you go into a trances or you just happen to see things or hear things or know things in meditations or get imagery, kind of like dreaming, you can interpret with these same techniques. Like I'm about to try yes, it with you. Can. you. <laughs>
1: yes. so yeah, yeah you pick
0: you pick something and we'll see what we can do with it
1: um okay let's see two of the the first two lives that I recall I um died of a illness in both of these lifetimes I was older in life but you know I still saw myself in bed sick and dying in Two of these lives. So right. what do you think that, that I, how could I interpret that?
0: Okay, so here's the details. You were asked a bunch of details and stuff for, for, for details. Um, when you were sick, do you remember what your symptoms were in both of the scenarios?
1: Um, I just remember I was very weak. I was sweating. Um, were you sick I to was, your
0: stomach or were you dizzy or were you... Uh, I was out of it. Labor, you were I was out, of okay, so that was like out of it. Definitely, like out of it. Okay. Yeah,
1: and I'm thinking it was some kind of um, like feverish. Illness. It sounds
0: like a fever. Yeah. Yeah, like sweating. some kind of
1: yes, 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 like some kind of fever.
0: Okay. Now, in both of these scenarios, would you say you were? Where was the bed in the room you were? Because you said you were in bed, and yes. uh, was the room was the bed in the same position in both rooms? For example.
1: Oh my gosh, that's a good question. Yeah, it was. And I was in the same position now that I think about it in both of the rooms. I was on the left side of the bed. And that's funny because I sleep on the opposite side of the bed now. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. And um, (laughs) the left side. And uh, so in the dream, you were on the left side. Yep. Okay. Um, What was on your right and left in the dream? Like was a table to your right or was it a table to your left? Or anything? The table
1: was to my side. So okay. on my side of the bed.
0: So it'd be on the left side or? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um and did you have any drinks on the table in both of these or anything? Anything water. that you remember? Just water. Was it what'd the glass mm-hmm. look like? Or just, just the a or?
1: glass.
0: Was it like I mean, was it just like uh, you know? the holy grail or <laughs>
1: a goblet or wow. i mean like, you know what kind of, i don't you
0: know, get rid see I that's okay if you that. don't remember but you do remember it was glass and it was water so we have all these things in common now we have all these details um so uh one other thing i would ask before going further would be like was there anyone else there
1: wash rag there was wash rags okay wash rags
0: and were I there i any- remembered that okay okay were they wet were they covered in anything yes were they were they- wet were they dry? Or were they cold? What, I mean, yeah. Were they cold or?
1: They were cold.
0: Hot, hot, cold. Okay. So to keep your fever down, you could say. Um, yeah.
1: My
0: okay. daughters
1: were there, I think, in both daughters. times.
0: Okay. Yeah. And uh, anybody else than your daughters? All three of them um, or?
1: Um, or? It's, it, it depended in each lifetime, but basically they were all there, but in different lifetimes.
0: Okay. So um, the ones, the ones who were in both, say they were dreams or situations or scenarios the one who shows up in both of them or all like this the that one would probably mean let me me put some pieces together here so okay water is a lot of times your emotions and your subconscious so you're keeping that far from you in your in your scenario here it's you, you you need it and you have all these washcloths and you're dying anyway there's water everywhere but it's not helping you you have wet washcloths you have water next to you. You can't really. You're not drinking it. It's like, and you're hot. Right. You're caught. No, I'm not. So there's like a there's something there that's about suppressing emotions and not saying something before you die that you want to say, you know. Oh wow. And um, not being able to. And when you said you were out of it, that makes me think that's what those two memories are about. There were things you wanted to say at the end that you didn't get to say.
1: Yeah. So
0: um, and a bed is like when you think of. Someone dying of an illness, you think of them in a bed, but that you're in the same place. I feel like it's the, the, especially the daughter who appears in both of them, there was something that you had wanted to say to that daughter and never got the chance to. And it will, maybe you did some other lifetime. I don't know, but maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can figure that out from the rest of, you know, looking at the rest of the similarities between the two lifetimes that you had regression for, you know, that were similar. Yeah. Like so uh yeah
1: wow that was good
0: that's an example of how you can do that (laughs) yeah so you have to pick out those little details yeah then remember i mean you could do it yourself so you you just ask yourself what does this mean to me you know and then things like a big thing like water is a very symbolic of emotions and uh, i i think i was telling you about this with uh dreams when you're interpreting dreams this one is a pretty good standard to go by if you're in a building or a house or someone else's house your house the house represents Like, if it's your house, it represents, like, your life. If I'm in Misty's house, it's going to be Misty's life. And um, if, like, Misty and I are at the mall, it's like, or if Misty and I went to, like, Akasha's house, it's like we're in Akasha's world when we're in her house. So the house can be broken into a bunch of different parts. Like, the kitchen would be, like, the, you know, the, nurturing this kind of the social it's kind of weird because the kitchen comes out a lot as a social whereas yes, the living room like the personal i was gonna ask
1: you that okay so kitchen is what
0: like personal social? social yeah it's like social but like personal social like people you really care yeah. about family your best friends and stuff like that will be in there a lot the living room will be just like can be like random people like that's kind of like your like your social room as far as like outside people can come in here you know in your dreams a lot of times so a, a lot of times if you're dreaming um, and you have people in your kitchen and you don't like them usually in real life, <laughs> outside of dreams, they're probably invading your personal space in life in some way. You know, if, moseying into your feeling like they're in your territory or in your, in your, involved in your life in some way, you don't want them to be in a personal close way. You know, if you had a dream oh. about say this person in your kitchen and you don't want them there so okay. um like uh if you have a two-story house you know or even a one-story house the bedroom is going to be like your mental state and your 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 thinking wait i need uh, the bed
1: the bedroom okay because that's funny because in, in one of them um i uh, killed myself in my bedroom
0: oh and that would I make sense if, if your bedroom. suicide if your suicide was attached to a mental state that makes sense too if you know you yeah. put that there because yeah. the suicide i i i don't know everybody has their obviously i think it's a very great tragedy when someone commits suicide i feel that people who most people who do are driven by something that's not them like you know they're just not there anymore it's this illness mm-hmm. this illness just takes over you know and oh, yeah. um, mental oh, definitely did you don't think straight when someone does that they're not thinking like mm-hmm. themselves you know they wouldn't do that um
1: it's like cancer to me it is it's like it any kind away. of disease it's a disease of your head
0: really isn't it and like you said at the bedroom yeah now like a bathroom can be your sexuality or closets can be um
1: coming out of the closet exactly
0: yeah and uh like a bathroom a closet in a bathroom but addicts, addicts are usually your subconscious, addicts are your secrets, so that you, maybe you do know, or you don't know, or you want to find out, that addict would be secrets, basements okay. would be things that you want to leave buried, you know, um, it's yeah. kind of like, if yeah, stuff like that corresponds, a, a, a dining room would be, um, you just have to, like, think about what they mean to you, probably globally, whatever these rooms, the hallway would be choices, you know, uh, or transitions between going, like, to work and coming home you know stuff like that stairways could be that um they're like about transitions. outside
1: in the front yard that can be like
0: it kind of matters on what the yard's like but I don't know I guess it's I guess it'd be if like if you've always lived in an apartment I guess it kind of depends on your experience with yards because not everybody has a yard like a lot of people live in apartments and have never had a yard you know so um I think that's that would depend on what you dream like it may be okay, just outside your door. <laughs> I'll summarize it like that. I think it's kind of like stepping outside of yourself and and putting on your outside face, you know. Okay. <laughs> if you're okay. outside, you know, you're, you're putting on your um, I'm presentable kind of attitude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're and something you could also see it as stepping outside of yourself or um, you know, stepping up, you know, stepping and showing yourself. So it can be seen a few different ways. Um, but uh, anybody can do these interpretations. Let's, have you ever, Do you ever do any meditating, Misty? Like you're, I know you've had yes. meditated a lot, but yeah, is there anything? I that, need to
1: get back into it.
0: Was there anything that you saw over and over again in any of your meditations?
1: Yes. Um, when I first started, you know how you're supposed to imagine like your safe place, your your home base, Yeah. Um, Mine was always um, a pyramid. That was always my go to. And then I found out, you know, the other day, well, the reason why that is my home base is because I lived back in those times, you know, and that was probably like my first life, I would imagine, you know, I don't know for sure, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I always wondered if with past lives, if we lived them sequentially with our timeline, you know, with human timeline. I know. Timeline, <laughs>
1: whenever, I, know. Yeah. I know. I really have been thinking about that lately, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm wondering if we kind of loop, loop, loop all three times. And I don't know. <laughs> I know. That's for I another mean, I always say that
1: there's, there's no such thing as time, you know. That yeah, has, really. <laughs> yeah. For us to imagine that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah.
0: Okay. So, Misty, talk now. Oh, she's okay
1: so <laughs> i know so you know i think when we interpret when we start to interpret our dreams you know we're we're trying to figure things out in our mind, and um writing it down is always a good thing like i'm doing right now you know yes. uh, writing it down so i can go back and look at it and, and see oh well you know that that did take place in the kitchen or that did take place in the bathroom and now I know what those things mean so that is going to be very helpful for me because I'm going to start doing that and I think another good thing to uh, say too is like have a paper and pen next to you when you're like sleeping and then when you wake up you can write some of these details down because, you know, have you ever like woken up from or you woke woke up from a dream and you're like, whoa, that was crazy. I remember this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And then probably like 10 minutes later, you're like, wait a minute, I forgot all about <laughs> that. Or <laughs> or like you don't remember the dream and then all of a sudden you're doing something that day and then it just pops in your head and you're like, oh wait, I remember that. Yeah, I, I
0: love think, that. I love that. It's that yeah. crazy.
1: If you can try to write it down and actually for people who
0: are younger than their mid-40s you can hit the little memo voice thing on your phone oh yeah that's what someone told me I was like keep a pen and paper next year but she's like well I just keep little recordings (laughs) yeah I know me and 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 my pen and paper good idea because if I were waking up I don't want to write something right away but I I, I used to when I was younger you know but uh
1: yeah yeah you're right You're you're right. That would be so much easier that way. I mean, that would take what, like three minutes max.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or or anything. Yeah. Yeah. On your phone. If you can. Yeah. That's like a fast way to get it out.
1: Yeah. And you know what else is kind of strange now that we're talking about dreams too. And I want to know if, if you have the same experience and if everybody else does too, but like when you communicate in dreams, you know how you're talking about like we don't actually speak words but we're like reading minds like in our sleep yeah know? so is that the way you dream too do you ever like speak in your dreams or is everything like just known? no we
0: speak we and I, and some people say that we don't dream in color but i've dreamed i usually dream in color I'm everything's pretty realistic in my dreams except when it isn't you know (laughs) right? (laughs) everything's like I'm talking to people I can hear their voices you know I can feel things uh you know to me I think everyone experiences it differently people who are colorblind I don't know you know I'd like to know I have asked a a colorblind person if they dream and like if they ever see extra colors in their dreams and they're like I don't know I never thought about it so um you know like someone who has like the partial colorblind so I don't know. Um, I thought I've wondered that, but I, anyone who's listening, if you are colorblind, we'd love to know if you dream in your colorblind state or <laughs> if you dream in a right. different state, you know, like stuff right. like that. I'm kind of curious about.
1: I am too. I am too. It, it, it really is very interesting. You know, I'd love to do a study on it. <laughs> yeah. Go do a study on it. You do it. would, it. You do, it. It would. You do a study. <laughs> well, uh, so uh, Speaking of like interpreting dreams, um, I have a couple questions for you today that I want to ask you. Um, I, I, my favorite subject so far that we have been discussing has been like tools to actually, you know, bring out answers that 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 you want to know. And we talked about right. that last week. Um, but so there's so many other tools, but I want to ask you what has been your experience with like
0: uh, Ouija boards, Ouija boards. Um, none. Yeah. I never I've had anything. freaked out about them. I've never had anything happen with a Ouija board ever. And I wanted really, to. yeah, we talked about that once. I think on the Halloween podcast, yeah, or yeah, yeah. But no, nothing's yeah. ever. I have like four Ouija boards in this room or spirit boards. I guess, you really? or five, I have five right now. Yeah, my husband likes them, he likes to collect them, and he even got a planchet. A planchet is that what they're called? planchette a little little triangular thing that you move around on the Ouija board he had had one made that says hazard on it and over (laughs) the top you know (laughs) he had like someone to Etsy make one for him
1: (laughs) so do you actually think that they're real though I mean do you think that they actually you can use them as a tool yeah I think you can um
0: I think anytime when doing and you know I'd like to actually save this for another podcast I really want to do a podcast about mediumship but I'm not really sure where to start with that so we'll, we'll maybe save that for a mediumship kind of yeah, podcast but yeah. those are good questions I did
1: want to ask you that though you yeah know? yeah Because I've always been like I, I don't mind doing um tarot cards you know I don't mind doing runes you know I don't mind doing any of that but I don't know like if something about Ouija boards freaked me out and I don't know why I don't know
0: yeah, I know a lot of people are f- freaked out by them. Uh, the only experience I had with the Ouija board where it, anything happened, the board didn't do anything, nothing happened. We were in eighth grade, I think and a whole bunch of like a whole bunch, like four or five of us, six of us were in my friend's bedroom playing with the Ouija board. We got it out. And we'd always played with the Ouija board at Joni's house. We were always playing with the dang thing, waiting for something to happen. We were always doing light as a feather, stiff as a board. Come on, come
1: on. You know, <laughs> never,
0: ever, ever did anything happen. Never. I know. You know. And, um, <laughs> but you were and, still scared. <laughs> yeah. I know. Maybe it was a problem. We were scared. Or, or sometimes I just get so frustrated. I wouldn't be scared anymore. But um, he, he, this one kid in our class got up, and he's like, the spirits. The spirits are getting very upset. They're getting very angry. We have to stop. And this, this particular uh, kid had some... Um, like trauma done to him as a child so he he was a little bit like mentally cognition kind of off a little bit but um he he reacted to this like you know he was like no 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 don't get the spirits upset don't do this so we stopped and that that was kind of crazy you know for us in eighth grade like what's going on that Tony's getting nuts you know he's getting really upset why is he getting so upset and um I think if if like If it comes to Ouija boards, and anytime you communicate with spirits or work with spirits, I think people get what they expect. So if you go to a Ouija board and you're scared, you're gonna get something scary back. If you go to a Ouija board and you want something like exciting and happy, you're gonna get an angel, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to definitely um talk about that. um, Yeah, I'd love to and other things. But I just I just wanted I don't know why that popped in my head. I just (laughs) wanted to ask that's like a dream <laughs> we wander <laughs> I know we are daydreamers day we're wanderers Night we, we are <laughs> but I'm gonna start like I'm gonna start my, my I might even start using my recorder you know in the yeah. morning but I'm yeah. gonna start doing this and those were some really good uh, helpful tools to start with um and I love the way that you automatically connect these things like with the water and the washcloth because see I wouldn't have done that I wouldn't have connected those you know yeah so I'm glad that now that I can look for things like that and, and think
0: about and, like we also if you smelled anything like all the elements or all the senses are always what you want to look at usually ask what you see but if you had any feelings or anything like in those beds like achy or anything like that that stands out to you a tooth hurting or you know headache, anything like, you know, those things you want to analyze too, like any thing you might feel on your skin, like the sheets were stiff or something like that, you know, anything you notice that you yeah. can say, I remember this. That's a detail too that stands, that can represent something.
1: Yeah, so. it, it it is. It is. And I think that a lot of people out there are, are very uh, interested in this and, and will probably start doing it as well. I hope and so. I really appreciate I really appreciate you sharing that with us today.
0: Thank you, Misty. And so I appreciate you coming and doing this with me. Oh, I love <laughs> Thank
1: it. Thank you so much. I love it. I love it. Podcast. I'm so
0: like Well, we have uh, a we we have a nice surprise for everybody. Um, I think on Tuesday night we're going to Misty and I are gonna two way three way Akasha on Zoom and. Uh, <laughs> We'll have Akasha back to talk some more magic with us. Uh, this oh morning. my
1: gosh! So, yes. I got tons of questions. You, yeah, you for have her. fun.
0: She's fun. Yeah.
1: It seemed like last time she was on, I loved it, but it was like it went by so fast. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, like when I quit listening to it, I was like, I want more.
0: <laughs> right right i know why like.
1: isn't over he's great so, she's
0: great every time i'm around her i'm like oh, why isn't there more of her <laughs> <laughs> ashes everywhere i like you misty <laughs> more of misty everywhere all
1: right thank you so oh, much sprinkles. for
0: listening <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you so much for listening everybody and misty thank you for co-hosting with me tonight
1: you're welcome I hope everybody has a good few days. Me too. Bye. We'll see you soon.